Hello, priatelia! Hello, friends! Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host, Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, an unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season two and episode 15. In episode 14, I talked about Mother's Day celebration. Today, I want to talk about some spring customs and traditions that were celebrated later in May, particularly on May 12th, 13th, and 14th. In the Slovak lesson, we are going to learn some vegetables vocabulary. You will learn how to say, do you want tomatoes in Slovak and give a possible answer to it. At the end of this episode, you can find a story about my grandma's vegetable garden early in spring. Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I am so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here and you are new to learning Slovak language, I recommend starting with the trailer episodes so you can build up your vocabulary. Please click the button subscribe or follow in your app podcasts and later leave a review on Apple Podcasts about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. And talking about feedback, I want to thank to Verni Hundred who wrote, quote, The Slovak class I never had. I learned Slovak by ear from my Slovak mom and extended family. This podcast is helping me fill in the gaps, the grammar behind why certain things are said a certain way, letters in the alphabet that I never knew about. And I really appreciate the care and warmth put into each episode. The folktales and stories at the end of each episode are a special treat. Thank you for sharing your teaching skill and culture with us. Unquote. Thank you so much, Vernie. I'm so glad to hear that my podcast is helping you fill those gaps and that you are enjoying it. And for the rest of my listeners, I hope you are enjoying my podcast too. This is season two. So if you are really interested in learning the Slovak language, I would recommend starting with the season one. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it doesn't matter where you start. You can also search episodes by a topic. If you want to re-listen to your favorite part of this episode, go to the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my Instagram at Božena Slovak, where I'm posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. My grandmother was a hard-working woman. I remember her always being in an eternal motion. As the Slovak saying goes, nikdy nesedela so založenými rukami, meaning she never sat with her hands folded. Well, if she would sit down sometimes, she would be doing some other work. For example, cutting fruits for jamming, slicing vegetable for pickling, sorting beans for soup. And so on. Sometimes, later in the evening, I saw her repairing socks and mending some clothing. In the winter, when there was no work to do in her garden or field, she would be knitting or embroidering. 
and long before spring, my grandmother started preparing her garden for planting vegetables. She always used her own seeds that she saved from the previous season and planted them in little containers in February. I have a short story about my grandma's gardening at the end of this episode in Slovak. It uses mostly present tense, but it has a lot of new words. Please give it a try and listen to it to practice your listening skills. Anyway, in April, my grandma would start planting skoru zeleninu, meaning early vegetables, in the order retkvička, meaning radish, cibulka, onion, cesnak, garlic, kapusta, cabbage, zemiaki, potatoes, mrkva, carrot, and petržlen, meaning parsley. Paradajki, or tomatoes in English, paprika, meaning peppers, and uhorki, cucumbers, would be planted only after the three cold spirits, as my grandma called them. They are pankrats, servats, and bonifats. They are also known as the three ice saints, cold saints, or frozen saints. Fun fact, did you know that Pankrats, Servats, and Bonifats were really holy men, but they were the most cursed men too? Here is a simple explanation. In the Slovak calendar, the days of the 12th, 13th, and 14th of May are the name days of Pankrats, Servats, and Bonifats. Their names were put on the calendar because they were proclaimed to be saints, martyrs. Over the centuries, farmers and gardeners observed that usually on the name days of the three saints, they would get very cold weather, many times with frosts, cold rain, and sometimes even snow and ice. So you can imagine all the cursing of farmers and gardeners when they found their fields and gardens damaged by cold on at least one of those days. Today we know that cold spring invasions come from the Arctic and it is not the fault of any saints. Yes, even today it still threatens the fragile and vulnerable flora and the future harvest. The ancient wisdom of the ancestors says, Ladovi muži, kid nezamrazia, prinajmenej oziabaju. Meaning, icemen, if they do not freeze, at least they bite, which is often confirmed by the dreaded night frosts. But who really were those men and what do we know about them? The following is the result of my search online. Number one. Saint Pankratz was a Christian martyr from the turn of the 3rd and the 4th centuries. He is the patron of the first communion receivers, children's, knights. People prayed to him to get rid of headaches, convulsions, and skin diseases. He was also the protector against perjury and, for some, a protector against spring frosts. According to the most famous version of his biography, Saint Pankratz was born in Asia Minor, today's Turkey, into a noble pagan family. He soon lost both his parents and went to Rome with his uncle Dionysus because he supposedly inherited some property there. In Rome, they met Christians and Pankratz and his uncle converted to Christianity. Uncle Dionysus died by a natural death shortly after his baptism. Soon after, the young, only 14 years old Pankratz was trapped during the persecution of Christians and brought before the emperor Valerian or Diocletian. The sources varies on this fact. The emperor urged Pankratz to reject the Christian faith, but he refused and accused the emperor of worshipping immoral gods. The emperor, 
Angered by his speech, had the young man beheaded on May 12th. Number two, Saint Servatius of Tongeren, Latin Servatius of Tongeren, was a Dutch bishop in Tongeren and Maastricht, Belgium. His holiday is celebrated on May 13th. He is the patron of blacksmiths, carpenters, and winemakers. People would turn to him when they had foot or bone diseases. Saint Servatius was a missionary and probably the first bishop in the Gallic, now Belgian, city of Tongeren. He died around year 450, shortly before the Huns invaded Europe. This saint traveled to Rome, where he had a dream in which Saint Peter came to him and told him about the great sinfulness of the Catholics in Gaul and surrounding counties. He also told him that they would be punished in the form of the Huns' invasion, and that was to occur in a short time. Servats therefore returned and warned the people of Tongeren of the invasion. Then he moved his diocese to Maastricht, where he died shortly afterwards. For his relentless help and work as a missionary, he was soon proclaimed a saint. Number three, last but not least, Saint Boniface. I have to say that I was able to find much more information on this saint than on the other two. Anyway, St. Boniface was one of the representatives of the Christian Anglo-Saxon mission on the European mainland. He was the apostle of the Germans, the patron saint of Germany, and the archbishop of Mainz. He is celebrated as a holy martyr in the Roman Catholic and Anglican churches. He was born as Winfried in about 675 in Wessex. He was attracted to the monastic way of life. So as a young oblate, meaning a young man dedicated to the Benedictine society, he entered the Benedictine monastery in Exeter, where he received all of his education. He then worked as a Latin grammar teacher. He wrote several important treatises, documents, and also composed Latin poetry. At the age of 30, he was ordained a priest and, following the example of the Benedictines, began his missionary life. In 716, he set out for Friesland, today's Netherlands. However, the mission was unsuccessful because a war broke out in the Frankish Empire at that time and Winfried was forced to return to England. Two years later, he returned to Friesland and served as a missionary in the German lands until his death in 754. According to historical facts, he died a violent death at Dokum along with his 52 companions. Saint Boniface was a great organizer, educator, and reformer. He proudly influenced the course of intellectual, political, and ecclesiastical history in Germany and France throughout the Middle Ages. He unified the missionary movement by bringing it under the control of Rome. He also helped build a new church system for the entire Frankish Empire and founded monasteries in Emmonenburg, Fritzlar, Kitzingen, Tauber Bischofsheim, and the Women's Monastery in Ochsenfurt. Wow! When I was growing up, I didn't know any of these facts. All I knew was that paradaiki, or tomatoes, paprika, peppers, and uhorki, cucumbers, are supposed to be planted only after the three cold saints. Now, let's stop joking around and move to our today's lesson. Today in our Slovak lesson, you are going to learn more inanimate nouns in plural and then practice them in short sentences in the nominative and accusative cases. 
Reminding you, when we speak of the accusative case, we have to think of the direct object. Tak poďme na to. So the first word is singular noun and the second plural. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. Zelenina, zeleniny. Meaning vegetable, vegetables. Repeat. Zelenina, zeleniny. One more time. Zelenina, zeleniny. Number two. Redkvička, redkvičky. Meaning radish, radishes. Repeat. Redkvička, redkvičky. One more time. Redkvička, redkvičky. Number three. Cibula, cibule. Meaning onion, onions. Repeat. Cibula, cibule. One more time. Cibula, cibule. Number four. Cesnak, cesnaki. Meaning garlic. Repeat. Cesnak, cesnaki. One more time. Cesnak, cesnaki. Number five, kapusta, kapusti, meaning cabbage, cabbages. Repeat, kapusta, kapusti. One more time, kapusta, kapusti. Number six, zemiak, zemiaki, meaning potato, potatoes. Repeat, zemiak. Zemiaki. One more time. Zemiak. Zemiaki. Number seven. Markva. Markvi, meaning carrot, carrots. Repeat. Markva. Markvi. One more time. Markva. Markvi. Number eight, petržlen, petržleny, meaning parsley. Repeat, petržlen, petržleny. One more time, petržlen, petržleny. Number nine, paradajka, paradajky, meaning tomato, tomatoes. Repeat. Paradajka, paradajky. One more time. Paradajka, paradajky. Number ten. Paprika, papriky, meaning pepper, peppers. Repeat. Paprika, papriky. One more time. Paprika, papriky. Number 11. Uhorka, uhorky, meaning cucumber, cucumbers. Repeat, uhorka, uhorky. One more time. Uhorka, uhorky.
Number 12. Shalat, shalati, meaning salad, salads. Repeat, shalat, shalati. One more time. Shalat, shalati. All right, let's practice some sentences with nouns and adjectives in the nominative case. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one. To je skora zelenina. Meaning, this is an early vegetable. Repeat. To je skora zelenina. One more time. To je skora zelenina. Number two, to je sladká cibula, meaning this is a sweet onion. Repeat, to je sladká cibula. One more time, to je sladká cibula. Number three, cesnak je zdravý, meaning garlic is healthy. Repeat, cesnak je zdravý. One more time. Cesnak je zdravý. Number four. Pečený zemiak je lepší ako varený. Meaning a baked potato is better than a boiled one. Repeat. Pečený zemiak je lepší ako varený. Now the whole sentence. Pečený zemiak je lepší ako varený. One more time. Pečený zemiak je lepší ako varený. Number five. Mrkva a petržlen idú do polievky. Meaning carrots and parsley go into a soup. Repeat, mrkva a petržlen idú do polievky. Now the whole sentence. Mrkva a petržlen idú do polievky. One more time. Mrkva a petržlen idú do polievky. Now some sentences with nouns and adjectives in an accusative case. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Moja babka sadí zeleninu, meaning my grandma is planting or plants vegetables. Repeat, moja babka... Sadí zeleninu. Now the whole sentence. Moja babka sadí zeleninu. One more time. Moja babka sadí zeleninu. Number two. Tono nemá rád kapustu, meaning Anthony doesn't like cabbage. Repeat, Tono nemá rád 
kapustu. Now the whole sentence. Tono nemá rád kapustu. One more time. Tono nemá rád kapustu. Number three. Chcete paradajky? Meaning, do you want tomatoes? This is formal, so we are using chcete. Repeat. Chcete paradajky. The whole sentence. Chcete paradajky. One more time. Chcete paradajky. And the answer could be number four. Ano, ay papriku. Meaning, yes, peppers too. Repeat. Ano, ay papriku. One more time. Ano, ay papriku. Number five. Prosim si uhorku. Meaning, please, can I have a cucumber? Repeat, prosim si uhorku. One more time, prosim si uhorku. Okay, to je dost na teraz. That is enough for now. Next is the story about my grandma. Moja babka a zeleninová záhrada na začiatku roka. Moja babka je veľmi pracovitá žena. Od rána do večera stále niečo robí. Myslím, že zo všetkého najradšej má rada práce vonku na čerstvom vzduchu. Tiež si myslím, že je veľmi dobrá v záhradníčení, pretože sa stará o svoje záhrady s veľkou láskou a záhrady sa jej vždy odvďačia svojou krásou alebo dobrou úrodou. Dnes vám poviem o babkinej zeleninovej záhrade v skorej jari. Najprv vám však poviem, čo babka robí pred tým, ako posadí prvé priesady do hriadky. Všetko sa začína hneď po novom roku, keď babka začne zbierať malé krabičky od jogurtu. Vo februári babka vytiahne svoje vrecuška so semienkami a rozloží ich na stole. Myslím, že je tam 14 vrecúšok. Všetky vrecúška majú zvonku štítky s názvom tej alebo onej zeleniny. Babka otvorí jedno vrecúško, vysype semienka z vrecúška na stôl a pozorne preskúma každé jedno semienko. Dobré semienka idú naspäť do vrecúška a ostatné sú hodené do jedného malého kontajnera. Na ďalší deň babka ide preskúmať záhradu. Do vedierka naberie trocha hliny zo záhrady, premieša to s kompostom a zoberie to do domu. Tam bude hlina odpočívať niekoľko dní. Potom babka premieša hlinu a roztriedi ju do krabičiek od jogurtu. Do hliny posadí semienka zeleniny a poleje ich vodou. Všetky krabičky sú označené, a potom umiestnené na slnečnú verandu, kde budú pomaly klíčiť a rásť. Obyčajne to trvá 8 týždňov. Medzitým babka chodí vonku po záhrade, 
zbiera vetvičky a zhrňa listy, ktoré tam navial vietor. Keď už si je istá, že pôda nie je zamrznutá, začne ju rýlovať, aby sa prevzdušnila. Medzitým si rozmyslí, čo kde posadí a potom urobí hriadky pre sadeničky. Po niekoľkých týždňoch je všetko pripravené na sadenie vonku. To je už obyčajne mesiac apríl. Babka sadí najprv skorú zeleninu v nasledujúcom poradí. Redkvička, cibula, cesnak, kapusta, zemiaky, mrkva a petržlen. Paradajky, papriky a uhorky sadí až po troch studených duchoch pankrác, servác a bonifác. Babka chodí do záhrady kontrolovať hriadky každý deň. Hovorí, že je vždy ľahšie postarať sa o malý problém hneď, ak sa náhodou vyskytne, ako o veľký, pretože to je vždy ťažšie a zabere to viac času. Alright, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episode so you can go back to them as many times as you need and don't just passively listen to Slovak words. Please repeat them out loud. Yes, I know, I've already said it. I also recommend recording yourself and listening to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. If you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, check my Instagram at boženaslovak where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am so grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast and please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you. And until I hear from you again, ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.